Hello and welcome to another mini-sode of Not Without My Sister. And today, in fact, what we're going to talk about is not without these five things in my fridge. I'm Beatrice McCabe. <laughs> not, without, not without these five ingredients. Very catchy. You can see that catching on. I'm Rosemary McCabe. We are currently living in Fort Wayne, Indiana, with our parents on the other side of the Atlantic Ocean in Ireland during this lockdown. Haven't seen them for over a year and a half. Mom reminded me the other day, which is a disaster. Baby's going to be a teenager by the time she gets to see him again. Only joking, Mom. Sending us sending us recipes willy-nilly via WhatsApp and then giving out about my lack of ingredients. Well, that's what I was about to say. Precisely. I was about to say, probably the biggest communication we have is dad sending us images of his sourdough bread. You now sending your boastful starter back and forth to him. Oh, no. The starter's dead. There's no boasting going on. Oh. Well, and then mom said the other day, uh, I think mom's always very uh, capable. Do you remember there was that cookery show back in, I don't know, the 90s called, what was it called? Ready, Steady, Cook, I think it was. Ready, Steady, Cook, yeah. And they had like random ingredients. They'd get, you know, a pile of what's in my ingredient pile today and what am I going to make with it? Yeah. And then I think the contestants would get to pick one or two things to add to it, wasn't it? Like they were, exactly. they were given a mystery bundle and then they'd get to pick things to add. Exactly. And I feel like mother would have won that hands down on a weekly basis. Except Beatrice. There were some days where they were like, they'd get flour, eggs, and then they'd get like chili jam and rashers and mum would never mum would be like can't do anything disgusting you know what I mean like she wouldn't be combining those things <laughs> that's true well certainly she wouldn't be putting any fruit with any meat no and she wouldn't be putting like chilli and chocolate together or anything like they often had to do those kind of sweet and savoury she wouldn't be into that sure she only no she would have been like the, here's your the dinner the apple on the side of her pork oh yeah she'd have been she like, like here's like your dinner and here's a piece of chocolate <laughs> <laughs> here's a palate cleanser piece of dairy milk Okay, so and then last week, mom mentioned that you and she had been on the old WhatsApp and that of all the ingredients you needed for chicken with almonds, I think it was, a a basic, a Claire McCabe staple, that you really had none of these things. So you were concocting a a rather made up version of same recipe, which led me to think, what are the five ingredients beyond, as mom always says, when I'm writing a shopping list, what does she say? Tea, bread, butter, sugar. That's exactly right. Tea, bread, butter, yeah. sugar. <laughs> and then beyond that, I actually today I realised I have no sugar, which is what led to this entire topic. I was like, I'm a disaster. I know, I have no sugar, Rosemary. Oh my God, Claire McCabe turning in her seat. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. <laughs> oh my God, okay, sorry. So- sorry. Can we just take a tiny segue to say, mom sent us a message on the family WhatsApp the other day saying, why can I hear your conversation? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she was like, why can I hear you? And I was like, what? She's like, oh, I was playing the podcast I didn't realise. <laughs> I was so confused by that. I'm like, is somebody so on was the phone I. to her? Yeah, and I was suddenly like, we're not having a conversation. What's she talking about? Well, I mean, I'm not too surprised. She doesn't seem to have the ability to hang up the phone. Have you noticed that? I have. Beatrice. Like I called her the other day and I said, I told her a long story about Chance and, you know, the kids, something like ridiculous that they'd said. And I said, make sure you tell that to dad. She goes, I will. 
Right. Then luckily for her, I said, OK, bye. I'm at home. I said, she goes, bye, bye. And I was on hands free. I was driving, so I couldn't turn off my phone. Right. So I was expecting her to hang up. No. Then I hear Philip. That was your that was your daughter. That was your sister. That was your daughter on the phone. Yeah. She wanted me to share this story with you. Yeah. And I was waiting and it wasn't as entertaining as humorous. You, yeah. yeah. Or as enthusiastic, it was more of a, I've been instructed to tell you this story and here it goes. Well, let me tell you what I get at the end of every single one of mom's conversations. Mom, I'm sorry that this lovely topic now has veered away from <laughs> ingredients, which I'm sure you were enthusiastic about. What I get at the end of every conversation is, she sounded in okay form today, Philip. Or, oh, I think she's feeling better than she was yesterday. Or like, she seems a bit down. Oh, well, what about, what about, every I mean, I have to say mom needs to work on her, her encouragement on her cheerleading. She is definitely not American. She calls me the other day and she goes, I was talking to Rosemary and she said, yeah, she just, you know, she seems, she seems a bit lonely, I suppose, in the house, no car, Brandon's at work and, you know, she can't come and visit you. Occurred to me afterwards, I said to your father, everybody's lonely. Everyone around the world is lonely. I'm going to call her back and tell her that. And I said, I don't know that that's like super helpful. You know, she's feeling lonely. I mean, I think she's probably aware of this pandemic. I'm going to call her and tell her, listen, everyone's lonely. So well, I think did she did call, call you and tell me just that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Did it make anyway, you feel better? Sorry, back did, to the did it make you feel better? Luckily for her, by the time she called me back to say, I was just thinking everybody's feeling lonely. So like, get over yourself. By the time she called me back to say that, I'm paraphrasing, right? I was actually in, be- in, in a better mood. Like I wasn't as upset as I had been earlier when I was telling her I was lonely. So it was actually lucky for her. That I was in the better mood when she came at me with this. she used that confidence against you. Profound revelation. <laughs> okay, so if you if you flash it back in your past, your happy past to mom's fridge, beyond the milk, tea, butter, sugar, whatever it was you just said there, bread, what was it? Tea, bread, butter, sugar, beans. Oh, yeah. Tea, bread, butter, sugar. But there's milk. There was always milk on that list as well. Ah, uh, yeah, but I feel like milk was never on that list because she always had a litre of milk in the freezer. Yeah, I should actually do that. You can't freeze tea, butter and sugar. You can freeze bread, but... So anyway, she always had a half a leek to hand in case of a leak emergency, in case of a... Yeah, half a leek for some random reason. Always had a case. She always had minced beef or ground beef, as it is referred to in the States. Yes. She always had dripping, which like I would never have. And I also think it's gross. But then I love fried bread. So I'm glad she always had it. And what else did she always have? A tin of eggs. tomatoes. Oh, sorry, we always said eggs. A tin, a tin of, of tomatoes. tomatoes. She always has a tin of tomatoes because dad likes to put it in everything. Okay, so now let's think, Let's go into your fridge. What are the five things you must have, always have on hand? Okay, Terry's chocolate orange. Really? Some Terry's chocolate. Well, I actually don't have any at the moment, but until recently I've been kept, been kept pretty well stocked with Terry's chocolate orange, which has been nice. Because I had my Christmas terry chocolate oranges and then a friend of Brandon gave me four terry chocolate oranges. Then it's not a treat though anymore. No, but I'm saying it's a it's a kitchen staple. I don't see it as a treat. I see it as a necessity. Oh. No. Oh God. This I've is very bourgeois. All right. Oh no. Okay. So what do I always have in my fridge? Okay. Now, now, especially now in America, I always have Dubliner cheese. Oh yeah. Me too. By Kerrygold. So it's slightly different, but I always have that white Dubliner cheese because I just love having like a little chunk of cheese if I'm feeling hungry. A little chunk? No, Beatrice, a massive chunk. Can you give me my dignity? <laughs> I if I want to say a little myself. chunk to our listeners, let me say a little chunk. So, <laughs> Dubliner cheese, Diet Coke. At the moment, I'm trying to 
well, because I'm trying to cut down on my caffeine a little bit, so I'm also have kind of a fizzy water alternative in the fridge. Oh. So, see, like you can tell now that I'm not cooking anything with any of these things. These aren't these aren't ingredients. These are just like standalone items. Like I haven't cooked anything that hasn't been hella fresh in about six months. Hmm. Although I am about to bake some sourdough, so that's going to be exciting. I know that is going to be exciting. Peanut butter or almond butter. Oh. I like having on hand either to have on toast or to have on those little English muffins or if I'm feeling especially like healthy to have on a bit of apple but mostly to have on bread oh that's very healthy I do like I do like peanut butter myself but like what kind of peanut butter do you like now crunchy oh peanut yeah. butter and ideally like the most I don't really like the Jif peanut butter that just oh, has too that sweet real, too sweet but it also has a real cloying texture it does like it sticks does. to the roof of your mouth I like my peanut butter to feel like the peanuts just got ground an hour ago. Salty, they're actually right? savory. Yeah, salty. I'm not sure if they do it anymore. I'm actually not even sure if they're open anymore because of the whole palaver over the past year. But there was a place in Smithfield Square called Fitness Ireland where you could grind your own nut butters, and they had they had cashew butter that you could grind in there just just from pure cashews and a little bit of salt, and it was. De- cashew butter is very good. It was delicious. That's actually genius. I should start a company where like people just make their own bags. Here are all the ingredients. Make your own bags. Like, well, that's what KiwiCo is. What's that KiwiCo? thing for kids where they send you, oh. where they send you out like yeah. a packet of things to make and do with your kids. And one of them was like, here are all the parts for a bag and the instructions and the thread. We did it with oh. William. He was delighted. Oh, it's already an idea. It's not even my idea. Yeah, sorry. God, yeah. it's hard to come up with an original idea. You know what I actually am? Um, avocados. Because the other day I was thinking I would have loved, and I didn't have any avocado and I didn't have any, <laughs> didn't have any peanut butter. I didn't have two of my top five staples. <laughs> I would have loved to have a slice of toast peanut butter, sliced avocado and a fried egg and some chilli flakes. Delicious combo that I'm sure is horrifying to you, but delicious. Uh, I mean, it sounds okay. Sounds okay. Peanut, was there peanut butter in there? Yes. Sounds hideous. Peanut butter, sounds avocado, fried absolutely egg, Absolutely hideous. Yeah. Absolutely like, Sounds all right. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> sounds absolutely what are your five? Revolting. What are your five staples? Wine? Probably tin tomatoes. Oh, how dare you? Probably tin tomatoes. Wine is great for for a tomatoey sauce. No, I'm talking about for cooking. No, I drink the wine. I don't cook with the wine. Well, I don't cook with any of my ingredients. Just eat them. Well, I don't have any wine in the house right now because I've drunk it. So no, it's obviously not a staple. Yeah, tin of tomatoes because you can do so many things with them, right? I always have loads of tins of tomatoes, but I usually have the ones with diced, right? No, uh, yeah, diced or the ones with jalapenos or the ones with basil and... Oh, I don't like any of those. I just like the plain ones. Oh no, I don't like the plain ones as much. It's too much work to make them taste like anything. I mean, maybe that is why none of my recipes work out. Go on, anyway. <laughs> right, so that decent pasta. I'd say I always have decent pasta. Don, I didn't realise how much pasta I ate until recently. Don was like, do you never get sick of pasta? I'm like, no, it's delicious. It is delicious. I right, feel like delicious. that about white rice, actually. Mozzarella, because that way you can always whip up a pizza. Oh, you and you're right? whipping up a pizza. I mean, seriously, can, pizza's the easiest thing. You can whip up a thing. pizza on the other end of a phone. <laughs> I was like, I was going, what? <laughs> Definitely avocado. Ten dollars for a huge pizza from Papa John's. Would you be well making oh, it yourself? Oh God, what they are not. I do not like any of those pizzas. I know. I don't really like. They're them either, also but like, sweet. Mozzarella itself is about a tenner. Not if you get in the sale aisle at Kroger and, and it's about to go out <laughs> off tomorrow, and then you can eat it just that same day. Delicious. I know, it's, it's, it's very unappetizing, actually, cheese that has sale sticker on it. Yeah, it tends to not get eaten. Um, I'll tell you, there's always an aubergine or a, uh, what's it called? What's it called here? Courgette? No, uh, zucchini. That's a zucchini. Oh, eggplant. 
Eggplant. Egg, sorry. Eggplant. Sorry, sorry I'm actually saying, put, I don't know what accent that was. I thought you were saying an aubergine and a courgette. That's what I was like. And, like, and a courgette. No, you were saying what's the American word for aubergine? Yes. Eggplant. So, always an eggplant in the hope that Don will take that about to expire mozzarella and make me eggplant parm- parmesan. Oh, delicious. I haven't Absolutely so delicious. Do you know what Can't was amazing? I'm all vaccinated so Don can cook for me. I should actually put that recipe up because it's so good. But you know what? He made it once. He baked it instead of frying it, right? He baked it in the oven and he didn't put the cheese on it because, oh, for a hot second, he was vegan. And it was yeah. delicious. Like it was almost as good without the cheese. I'm not even joking. It was delicious actually must go out there i think although unfortunately i think that the aubergine is what's making the fridge smell not great right now so i think oh, that's actually i'm very skeptical about how delicious this could possibly be oh my god it was absolutely delicious and then what else i don't know i think i always need to have cranberries because i always need a cranberry for something whether it's a salad dried or a cranberries muffin. yeah dried cranberries they're they're, they're great flavor very, addition oh my god. and they're Am a good I gonna snack have to turn into this like betty crocker when i have a baby because right now i'm like like all of your things, you need to do things with them. Do you know what I mean? Betty you can't just pick Crocker. up an and eat it. No, but Betty like, or Martha Crocker. Stewart. Martha Stewart, like, you're just, there's a lot of effort involved in all your things, whereas all my well, things, you could just pick them up and eat them. Well, Rosemary, I was reading this book. Here we go. Corpsing, My Body and Other Horror Stories, which shall be the subject of a minisode by Sophie White, Irish author Sophie White. And a in it she talks about, sorry. Yes, a minisode by us. And in it, she talks <laughs> about how uh, at one point, I'm actually like, it's been quite a revelation so far. It's been extremely emotionally trying to read it to this point. I mean, I'm, I'm probably relating with too, too, much, too much of it. but That's kind of why I've, why I've put off starting it. It does seem kind of harrowing at, at parts. It's just very honest. You know, it's very honest. Like, yeah. as, I, as I said in the last like uh, episode, she scraped her insides raw to write this, which I Can appreciate. Can you give over on the scraping <laughs> metaphor, please? It's true. Revolting. I'm telling you. Anyway, and at one point she talks about, I think she went to Thailand and she, was it, no, New Zealand. And she took up as a, like, just as a get, you know, as a part-time job, chefing. Like she was a chef in a busy restaurant or a busy, I don't know if it was a restaurant or whatever. And she talks about how like transporting cooking is because you have no room to think about anything else. Like it's about what happened a second ago, what's happening now, what's happening in a minute. There's no like, you know, ruminating on everything else in your life and I was like maybe I need more like maybe that is why I started cooking in the last year I mean I cooked before that I cooked a lot when I lived when I had no kids then I kind of stopped cooking when I got kids got kids as if they just arrived <laughs> just pick them up on the side of the road <laughs> yeah and then I then I started again recently because I mean a we were at home but it's not like you have a ton more time it was more like I was at home oh well and we couldn't eat out but also I, I think it is sort of it's it's something that you're very busy doing it, but you can't focus on other stuff. It's like meditative in a way. I'm not sure that I think there's that much that you do, no offence, that you can focus on other stuff. Like you can't text and have a conversation with, you can't talk to somebody while you're texting. Do you know what I mean? I'm not what? saying that I can necessarily, but I'm saying like there's a, like, there's a lot of stuff that I feel like gets very meditative where you can't do anything else. Do you know what I mean? No, because when you you're when I mean. you're texting, you're thinking about that thing that you're doing. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, thinking like, about okay. but I'm thinking about communicating with you. I'm having emotions. I'm like you know what I mean? But you know what I mean? I'm I'm either happy emotions. or I'm sad or I'm like laughing or I'm planning or I'm thinking about most like, of your emotions are to do with the clever metaphors you've just come up with. You're like oh, oh. scraping the insights. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so that's what I that's what I I like cooking from that perspective. But sometimes it gets to be too much. Like I think yesterday I was cooking for about seven hours and I was like, this is too much. Maybe I should start cooking. Yeah, that's, maybe you should. That's kind of what I get from uh, doing jigsaws, I think. Yeah, 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 although, exactly. Although the same you, thing. Can, you can think about other things, but, but there's it's something nice. just very quieting the mind or something about it. Yeah, it's what I loved about doing wallpapering. It's why I'm looking forward to wallpapering your house again. I'm, I was telling Brandon, I'm looking forward to you coming over and wallpapering my house. Yeah, it's very relaxing. Do you ever have half a leak in the fridge? Like, what have we inherited from mom? Have you inherited the half a leak in the fridge? No, because Don hates onions. And leeks are in the and onion family. Oh, are they? Yeah, they're very they onion smell tasting. like onions, do they? They're oniony. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no. What What have you inherited? Well, you got the cherry chocolate orange in the from freezer. Oh, I always have a loaf of bread in the freezer as well. Oh my God, the other day though, I asked Brandon for the first time, first time in my life, I, th- I think I mentioned this in the podcast, but it warrants a second mention. I asked him for the first time to make me, t- to make me some toast. I can't Beatrice, believe that the first butter. time. I know, I don't know what I've been thinking. Well, actually, now I know I, I was better off. But the butter to toast ratio, I swear to God, he, whisper, he whispered, the butter whispered at the toast in like the top right corner and then disappeared. And he comes oh. out with this like Claire McCabe style unbuttered oh. toast. And I had to go I back in and butter myself. I can't believe you made fun. But. can't believe you made fun of mom and the was, butter twice. Uh, but what I have to say is the loaf of bread was in the freezer. So he was like, oh, you don't have any bread. And I was like, oh, no, there's bread in the freezer. And Beatrice, he took it out. He took the whole loaf out and defrosted it overnight. I didn't even realise he put it up in the press. <laughs> what do you like, do with it? Is it just for show? No, but I was like, for future reference, freezer bread stays in the freezer and then you can take the slices out and toast them as you go. Do you know what I mean? I don't ever defrost oh. a loaf from the freezer. Oh, I defrost it. I think it tastes it. gross. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, I, I don't think mom just takes it a leaf, a leaf at a time. I don't think mom takes it a piece at a time. Oh, I think she does. Mom, oh, email us, notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary tea are we are we nuts Barry's tea oh my god Beatrice I actually have been feeling very guilty about this because I have I counted them yesterday I have seven boxes of Barry's tea in my press and I keep thinking I should give you some and then I'm like feck her now she could buy her own but I should give her oh, some that's because I mean. probably have one cup of tea a day so like I'll, I'll have that tea for the rest of my life oh my god well you won't because mom will be able to stay with you soon good point but that's not from mom that's from granny that like granny during the war couldn't get, they couldn't get, it was lion's tea that they were obsessed with. They couldn't get lion's tea during the war. So after the war, granny swore she would never be without tea again. So when you opened her press, it was always like 15 boxes of tea on the top shelf. That's where the dripping came from too. That's mom's inheritance from granny. <laughs> I mean, the dripping, what even was dripping? Like Frytex and then like bits of, bits of fat from like, if you fried something. Oh, stop it, you know. I know. Gross. Anyway, I don't do that. I'm very healthy. I read a thing once. Do you remember I shared that magazine article with you? I think it was in Vogue. And it was some woman in like living in LA, some, you know, just random, not random business person, not even like a wellness guru or whatever. And she's like, and one of her things, it was a day in the life. And she said, I went to a, went to a cafe for breakfast. I saw a person at the table beside me eating a croissant with butter. She was like aghast. A croissant plus butter. I was like, is that not normal? <laughs> I even like to cut my croissants in half and butter each side so you get the double oh my God, butter. Totally. Once you've toasted them, delicious. Yeah. Oh my God. Deli- I, know. I love a delicious. I was actually thinking about that yesterday. I was thinking about Scale Bakery in, in Stony Batter had the most like flaky, you know, when you, you know, the, the kind of grooves on the top of a croissant. I swear to God, they had like 16 of them. 
There were so, so many layers of pastry. Oh, it was delicious. Well, fear not. I sent father an article on how to bake croissants and I said, practice these for when you get over here. The last time dad baked me a croissant, it was delicious, dad, but it was also the size of a mini avocado. Well, he said, well, he actually said that was really bitchy. And I was like, what do you mean? Why was that bitchy? I think he was confusing. Because he already baked them for you. What? Last last time he was over, he baked two croissants because mom sent me photos of them and I was at home in Ireland raging. Yeah, but he needs to do a better job this time. Well, that is bitchy. <laughs> well, he said it was some, uh, I think it was the Guardian. I think I may have mentioned this. And anyway, they were talking about Kerrygold butter was the only butter to do it. So I feel like we're pretty well set up for success. Just need dad over here now to do the cooking. Dad's feeling a bit sensitive about his sourdough baking. He told me the other day that he has never produced a good sourdough loaf, which is a lie because I've eaten several yes, delicious he has. sourdough loaves he's made. I know. I know. He, his standards are too high for himself now. God, well, he's become like... Uh, I don't even know what, like a retired Jamie Oliver. Like, do you remember that book that Jamie Oliver, the, the 15 minute chef? And it like, what he actually the meant was... 30 minutes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what he actually, <laughs> yeah, you're right. What he actually meant was 30 minutes just to read the ingredients list. It was like a three hour event. No, 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 no. To be fair to Jamie, what he actually meant was spend the entire prior day chopping and preparing all of your ingredients and then it will take you 30 minutes on the day you cook it. Yeah, well, like as long as every didn't. single thing and like the pan is greased oh my god the drama out of those recipes I remember trying to make one of those being like what are you talking about they were not easy they were not for beginners well maybe they were no for no wonder they were you for... lent me that book <laughs> for all the <laughs> good it did you like you're jeopardising me okay so take it so listen mutually agreed avocados are very versatile tea you need tea we Red don't think sugar. a half a leak is necessary on just a regular ongoing basis. I do think the mozzarella is a good recommendation. But I can't think of a single recipe using a leak, but mum was always using them. She just throws them in everything. She's like the way, the way she turns her back and dad puts a tin of tomatoes in everything. No, no, um, she turns her back and dad puts like a massive spoonful of the spicy salsa imaginable in everything. Dad's very sneaky. He's very sneaky with his spices. I remember he came <laughs> over here and he made like a chilli and, and I said, listen, Don, really doesn't have a great you know tolerance for heat oh, yeah. and he's yes. like it's fine it's fine it's fine and I go no like really it's it's could you put a little bit less in listen it'll be fine just trust me I've got this sit down we all are like oh my god this is so hot Don's like I can't eat this can't sorry Philip I can't eat this dad struggles through it right like looking totally nonchalant oh, trying so, yeah. to look totally nonchalant but the also he cycled and up puffing. that hill when he exactly. should have got off the bike and then at the end he goes I'll admit that was a bit hot, but I accidentally put in three tablespoons instead of three teaspoons. But would he admit it? Too proud. That's like when you came back from Thailand with that special Thai green curry paste. That was amazing. Made a green curry and then forced me to eat it. You just didn't appreciate me. It was delicious. Oh my God, it was so spicy. I thought I was going to die. You die. So you were like, dramatic. You were like Mrs. Trunchbull forcing Matilda to eat that chocolate <laughs> cake, except it was me and Thai green curry. <laughs> Anything else we've forgotten? No, we've made it perfectly clear that you cook and I don't. And I just eat snacks directly from the fridge. Whereas you assemble things and lovingly put them together for your children who then don't eat them. Actually, exactly. Exactly right. I I told you I found Bo the other day putting it on, like depositing spoonfuls of food from his plate onto the seat into the dog's mouth. Very, very, very unstealthily also, may I say. But very generous. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. But very loving, very loving. He's, he's, he's a good sharer. On that note, we would love you to share with us. See what I did there? That was a good segue. That was good. We'd love you to share with us your essential 
your top five covered, covered essentials that are not tea, bread, butter, sugar, or milk. Very good. Or avocados. I'd actually particularly like to hear from Sophie White. Sophie, what are your cupboard oh, essentials? Oh yeah, good one. Good one, Sophie. Sophie's been making this chocolate mousse that she said she's basically been making every single night of lockdown because she's like, it cheers her up. And it's like, oh, it seems very simple, but I haven't made it yet. That's what I'm going to make today. I don't really like chocolate desserts. Don't sound like mom. But that's what I'm going to make today. Rice pudding. Rice oh, pudding. I made rice pudding the other day. And? It was, it was a poor shadow of mom's, but it was fine. Like, I ate the whole thing. Oh, delicious. I like, uh, is it, uh, I bought that book by, who's the one who looks like Ursula? Mary Berry? No. Poor Ursula. No, the other one. Very famous. Delia Smith. Oh. I bought Delia Smith's How to, how to Cook an Egg. Is that what it's called? How to, how to Boil an Egg. I had, to de- I had to get it delivered. It took ages to find it here. But anyway, for Antalizes. for me. I'm the one who needs that. Oh, I will. Antalizes rice pudding. The most, the single most delicious baked in the oven rice pudding possible on oh. this earth. Mm-hmm. When are you making delicious. this? Today. Oh, okay. I'm not going to come over, I suppose. Oh. Raisins. After I'm vaccinated, you can, you, can, you can have perfected it by then. I can stuff you full of rice pudding. Thank you all so much for listening to Not Without My Sister. You can get us at our website, notwithoutmysis.com. Email us, notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, at notwithoutmysister. And individually, at Beatrice McCabe and at Rosemary McCabe. And we will be back on Tuesday with a full-length, detailed, researched, fact-based episode. <laughs> Can't wait. Thanks for listening. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie.